That haunts me. I think about that all the time. Yeah, man. He just wanted to die with his family, and I fucking went out for a cigarette. God damn it. Hi, I'm Jason. I'm Jules. And we doing filmographies. This week we're covering Delivering Milo, starring Campbell Scott, Bridget Fonda, Gary Farmer. Who's, what's the name of that fucking old guy? Super Irish name. Dude from Big Fish and uh, yeah. uh, Bourne movies. Wait. Is he in the Bourne movies? Yeah, he trains Jason Bourne. Albert Finney. Albert Finney. He's like a Rodney Dangerfield. He's got the chops. Mm-hmm. There's some real flaws. I mean, movie. the the whole, yeah. The, see, now, the whole time I'm watching this, and immediately as it starts, I'm like, well, this is just a Christian movie. Yeah. And you, you didn't get that. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's directly pro-life, but it's dancing around it. Um, it it's, it's weird, because it almost feels like they got a guy to direct this. And the guy who directed, I mean, I was looking at like some of his other shit. Yeah. Who is it? Either the writer or the director. One of them like did stuff in the eighties that was somewhat popular. The writer, I believe the, the director wrote the boy who could fly. Yeah. Nick Castle. August Rush. Yeah. Nick, ha- he's done Escape from New York. He wrote Escape from and, New York and LA. Well, no, he got credit for LA because it, it had snake or some of the characters in it. The Gregory Hines movie tap. Yeah, I mean, the dude, he's not a, a joke. Well, okay, but he's the writer, and he directed this fucking thing. The Last Starfighter, he directed that? You believe that? I, I, believe I just told you? Yes. <laughs> the The writer of this movie has made nothing good. This, yeah, this movie, um, <laughs> first off, I mean, I get it's his real hair, Ant- Anton Yelchin. He's yeah. like 10 in this? 13? No, he's 13. What? Oh, no, no, he's like 10, 10. 10 makes more sense. 9, 10. Yeah, like yeah. He looks like he's playing a child version of Weird Al Yankovic. What's the actress's name? Um, Bridget, 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 Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Yeah. I'm looking at her hair and I'm looking at the boyfriend's hair and the boyfriend's like Campbell Scott. I'm I'm actually, I'm a huge Campbell Scott fan. I would do Campbell Scott on this podcast. You would do him, wouldn't you? I really liked Roger Dodger when I saw that. So the movie opens up. We didn't do our synopses. A guardian angel has 24 hours to convince a soul that life on Earth is worth the effort. You get bleach on your socks? Uh, I do a lot of cleaning with bleach. Yeah. And my socks. So the movie opens, and we're just in some sort of like a boarding school or orphanage. Really? Man, I have some real logistical questions for this film. (laughs) Right? So it opens up. It's almost sepia-toned or or something. Uh And there's just kids in this orphanage i guess is what it feels more like but yeah. they're all wearing sort of uniforms mm-hmm. and the slightly older kids are running it yeah um, which is kind of your first clue that this is a little strange yeah and so the idea is that i guess i don't understand the idea are they teaching them shit i think they're just waiting because why would you teach them they don't That's retain my, the memories they're playing one kid's playing cards he's, he's doing tarot reading with a deck of cards yeah how long tarot cards there? don't know how long they've been there waiting to be bored and that's what it is they're waiting to be born, but they're the 10 year old versions of what they're going to be. Yeah. I don't know. They don't age. Cause like why, it. why would that be? <laughs> why are these souls the 10 year old version of who they're going to be? It doesn't make sense. And not only that, but then the mom, she spent so much time with this boy on that night. And it's a pivotal point in her life. When her kid gets to be that age, she's going to be like, you're that boy. Well, I don't, he, will he look like that? What does he that look was like your point. This? He doesn't look like either of them. Then why does he look like this? I don't know. Why is there an, uh, 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 what do they call that? A corp- corporeal body? Oh, just why are they not just a cloud of nothing? 
I mean, they, they have to be something for this movie, yeah. I guess. Didn't you say this is the plot of Soul? Did somebody say I've never seen Soul, Soul, and I would never have said that. And somebody <laughs> said this is the plot of Soul. This podcast is over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, you know, logic and sense aside, yeah. they're in this place. All the kids are called to line up. It's creepy. It's like a murder room. Like, they're all hanging out by this door. And why, why are they all doing that? Why isn't it just the one that's ready to go? Well, because I think they they go one by one. I think so. They're just time. in this place, and then when a hundred kids need to be born, I mean, it makes no sense because if considering how many children are are born every minute, I mean, are, is there several dormitories all around this universe that they're in? I mean, it's stupid to think about, but yeah, there should be like six thousand kids in there for, and it day, it, but, it should literally just be like paging Susie Esman. And then I was watching them. Um, yeah, I was watching the, the uh, Norm Macdonald roast of Bob Saget. Okay. Bit. And he does a bit about her, which is pretty funny. Okay. She's a vegetarian. But she's still full of baloney in my book. I <laughs> think he's going to go dirty. And he's like, nope. No, he's a super fucking huckster on that one. So, yeah, they all line up. And there's a big door. And um, a glowing door. The white lights beyond the door. Yep. And, and the way it works is because we are creatures of free will. Once the door is open, you have to walk through it and grab this hand. Uh, apparently, the, doc- the doctor is just elbow deep in the yeah, earth hand, now. Yeah, makes no sense. Unless it's mm-hmm. an in-between hand. It's a God's hand pulling you to, towards the doctor. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get born. They sh- it should be grabbing him by the head if it's the doctor. Right. Grab him by the head, pull him through. And I guess immediately, is he just scared immediately? That's why he doesn't want to go? I guess. He's, he doesn't know what to expect. Or he doesn't want to go. Log jams the assembly line. If he doesn't go, they can't jump order or just send out some other kid to this family. So there is no free will. It makes no sense. How could there, How could it work? Well, and, and it's like... It's the end of humanity. It's children of men. Even though he is specifically called upon to go to this vessel to be born as Anton Yelchin, mm-hmm. does the dad's semen... And the mother's egg create his soul? Or is it just a soul on back order? I think it's a soul on back order being inserted into the... So then why can't they just <laughs> go instead? Yeah. yeah. Just throw that Asian kid in there. I mean, I guess that would be the Christian angle, right? It's, uh, it's all got to go according to God's plan or else it's... Right. So so the, the mother and the father don't matter. God's pre-made this soul for you. You wanted a coupe, I'm giving you an SUV. So that's where it gets... It, it's just a weird... It's not not to be thought of or 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 or, or deeply contemplated or, or picked apart. It doesn't matter. But at the same time, it opens itself up to this these questions because it's a lame movie. Yeah, I honestly, I think this is probably the best part of the movie is when you're fresh in that weird mm-hmm. land and you discover the door, and it's a little bit strange. It's interesting because yeah, uh, like John Cho was in it. Yep, Allison Lohman. Yeah, the main boss boy. Okay, he's from, um... He's around. He's been around. He's from The Parenthood. He's Keanu Reeves. So both of you have hit a new low. I wanted to rewatch that movie, because Joaquin Phoenix is in that, too. And so is, um, Stephen Martin. And then, what's her name from... Martha Plimpton? Plimpton. Bill Plimpton's daughter. Is he? I, is she? I don't know. It's a weird name. What? You know Bill Plimpton? The cartoonist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be something if that was his daughter? Keith Carradine. Martha? Martha? Martha Plimpton? Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going, and he runs away like a little bitch. Yep. Um, problem. It is. They, and they're they like, God calls them. Uh, we can't deliver any more babies because this idiot's got to go. They call a round table, and, and John Cho's there. 
Is it John Cho? Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he would then go on to be in Star Trek with Anton Yelchin. He looks very young, Cho. He does, but he's got to be at least five years on Elton. Elton. Anton. Oh, probably. 17. I think Harold and Kumar must come out in 2004. This is from... 2001. Okay. And then a little bit... It predates 9-11. She gets dragged me to hell in 2009, which is what I feel like I know her from the most. Yeah, I know the name more than the performances for some reason. So they're like, yeah, the big man. I never... Never show him, you never hear him. What's up, say anything. People talk to him on the phone. They're like, we need to have an angel... Escort this boy down there. To take a little look-see. We've only found this... from an angel, right? No. Um, stay away from the terminology? I think they say, yeah, a chaperone. We sent him with a guardian. We need... We've only done this once before, they said. Where we sent a soul down to check shit out, kick the tires. We're going to do it this time. And we got the perfect guy. And he's in hell. No, he's not in hell. Isn't he? He's in the in-between. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's not bad enough to go to hell and not go to Albert Finney? Heaven. Yeah, he's... I thought he came know. up from downstairs because they were like, later, like, you know, you know where you're going. No, they he, they specifically said he's not in hell. He's okay. like, he wasn't like... You'd think he would be. He's a fucking piece of shit in this movie. So we meet him, and, you know, they're like, hey, you're going to help this boy? And he's like, what am I going to get out of that? Fucking sloppy jaw. It's the jaundice. And then he's like, I want to live again. This is absolutely ridiculous. The man is dead. He can't just go get venting around. Oh, but cool. And they're like, the phone rings. The boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, he agreed to it. If if you can get him to say five words. I want to be born. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, word. And throughout this, we we see pregnant Bridget Bridget Fonda. I keep wanting to say Jane Fonda. No. Is that her mother? I think so. And Peter Fonda? Oh, shit. Well, she's She's the daughter of Peter, but not. That sounds right, yeah, because Jane would be... Your sister. And Yes, Peter and yeah, Jane. Jane. had a daughter. They had Jane, yeah. She's an incest baby, and she is incredibly good-looking. One she's of the most at, beautiful women I've ever seen. The role's thankless, but she's good at it. Yeah. Why did she choose this? I don't understand how any money yeah, they have to zoom. How much money did they have for this thing? Well, not much. Yeah. Whatever was there probably went to... Maybe she's Christian. <laughs> I, she did Jackie Brown, so, and she's like, I can't. You say this is a Christian movie, but there are so many things in this that it, it would never fly with the Christian movie audience. Well, and I read the you that, you the that, that review that I sent you. Uh, you, I think you quoted it to me or something. I sent it to you. Also, I read it. It's a religious website that lets you know if these movies are safe, and it's like they're on board with it, except for the fact that Albert Finney walked out on his family. Is he going down on that woman later in the? Limo? I think so. It, it seemed yeah. right? No, this, 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 he, and there's Christian of some sort too. It almost feels like it was meant to be, and maybe it got the finances through that. But then, like, Nick Castle was like, I feel like it's just an idea somebody had. I don't think it I necessarily has an agenda. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's very optimistic. Yeah. Maybe it's Hallmark money. Hallmark did, but I looked into the, the company that financed it and everything, and there's sure. no indication that, um, it's some very dark company. silly like that. Yeah. There's no indication that, um, cause the, Nick Castle didn't write this. No. The writer wrote like three other things. Noel? Yes. Which is the only one that has anybody in it that I've ever seen. And then something else that came out a while later that I've never. And they're all feel good family Christian movies like this one. Are they? Christmas movies are religious, dude. Uh, I mean, this is that, this, this is the big problem. The guy who wrote these other movies 
is now directing something written by somebody who sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the guy, yeah, right. You're talking to friends with James Cameron. No, or not, uh, what's his name? Cameron Kirk. Kirk Cameron? Kirk Cameron. <laughs> we got there. So we see her pregnant. She's got a boyfriend who rides a motorcycle. They seem to have a pretty good life. Their loft is ridiculous. It's in like they're quite rich, even though they make it seem like they're not. So we see their life because she's pregnant with Anton Yelchin. Which but they do act like they're they're going broke, right? She quits her job, doesn't she? She flips out on them. It's a big deal if they lose that money. She's on maternity leave. We find that later. She quits her job in the hospital. She's all freaked out because they gave a, a project to somebody else. And she's like, well, I mean, I'm coming back. You fucking bitch. I don't think she says the F and the B word, but maybe the B word. Two-faced, backstabbing, double-crossing, dishonest, reneging, lie about your age, bitch! We're all memory. Been a couple weeks. He rides motorcycles. I forget what he does. Is he an artist? I don't... That loft is like something a, a millionaire would have. You would think, especially if this... Multi-millionaire. Because there's a boardwalk later, but it kind of feels like maybe it's Jersey? It's not like an elaborate boardwalk. Like he brings them to Atlantic City. Oh, that's where it is. That they go to Atlantic City... Because he's the worst guardian angel on the planet. Yeah. And then he drags his kid to things that he wants to do now. Well, so effectively the movie is about the kid and, and Albert Finney. The, the mom and shit is there. And it, of course, circles. I saw that coming yeah. a mile away. I mean, who, how would you not? Yeah. Right. There is a little turmoil where she's having problems because her father left her and her mother. She was a kid. And she's afraid to commit. And she assumes that her man, John Campbell, what is his name? Campbell Scott. Campbell Scott. <laughs> um, that he's just going to leave her. And he's like, I'm not your dad. Um, the house floods for some reason at one point. They left the water running when they went to go see Keith Gordon at the doctor's Right. Place. And Keith Gordon, man, he's in two scenes. Yeah. As the doctor. Hi, how everybody? How are we doing? Um, forgive my gum, but I just quit smoking this week, and uh, it's been uh, five days, three hours, and 27 minutes. Good job. Well, thank you. And he's great. He's, he's very, he's fun. He's super good. He's even, like, when, when she's, like, going into labor but then doesn't. Yeah. He's not, like, condescending or, he's like, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but we'll keep you overnight yeah. or whatever. She goes into labor. She's about to have a baby, but then and that's when runs he, backwards from the door and yeah. does not come out her vagina. Right. We're a little... All over the place on this one. She's trying to have the baby. And then there's a kind of an interesting subplot where on the news, they're like, no babies are being born. Yeah. I'm like, that's interesting. The world. I like what, can we watch that? Yeah. What's going on <laughs> there? All over the world. Right. Anton Yelkin's not going up For like a 24 hour period. That's what's going on there. Exactly. So Albert Finney takes him to earth and immediately he's sensory overload because they come out in like New York. Yeah, it's a pretty bad spot to bring them. On like 32nd yeah. Street, it's like cars and all sorts of shit. Are you feeling the weight? That's called gravity. You flesh your blood now. Don't worry, you'll get used to it. And so he takes him to get ice cream. And he's super into the ice cream. He is. He's pooping and peeing. Yeah. Which is interesting because whose body is he in? Oh, you got some good points here, man. Because <laughs> he's real. Yeah. Albert Finney's in his body. Yeah. So he must be in the body of the boy he's eventually going to be. Yeah. Well, fuck, I don't know. I mean, I just assume that their spirit forms just... They just got a loner. ...become whole. Oh, it's not like Wonder Woman. They just got a body on the rack, they pull him off, and... I think once you walk through the door, you just become a flesh and blood. What if he died? Be a problem. Wouldn't it? Uh, So where is he? Okay, so they get ice cream. Yep. They go poop. Pooping. 
I mean, they like maybe go to the toy store, do a lot, right? No, he keeps he takes him to a museum. Yeah, he and freaks out. The museum's full of bad art that makes you feel bad. And oh, look, it's man, clearly not like a reputable big museum. No. It's like a room. It's probably the room from Dress to Kill. Dress to Kill. I was thinking Body Thief. You're making a body dump. But yeah, and then Elber Finney keeps like dipping out. He, like he abandons the kid here and there. And the kid's pooping. He's make phone calls. All in broad to use. He's trying thing. to find women to fuck. Basically. Hello. Gina? Yes? Hey, baby. It's Elmore. Elmore doll. I'm back in town. Elmore, I'm married now. Tate. Break it up. Basically, very specifically. Yes. He's, I mean, basically. He's looking for puss. That, that is the basic gist. Yeah. He's such because a Because I think he's hedging his bets, right? He's like, this kid doesn't want to do this. There's a pretty good chance I'm not going to get him to do it, but I'm real right now. Man, I really hate him because he. it's not about him. It's and, about this kid. And really, how difficult could it be? I mean, put yourself in that kid's position. Yeah. And fucking have some fun. Right. Go on some rides. But like also like, you know, nature. Show them like zoo. Go to a park where a mother's having a good interaction with her child. Meet some other kids. Easy to do shit. You gotta knock this out in a fucking afternoon and then do your whatever. But he's just like, all right, I'm back on earth. Fuck this. Yeah. I want to gamble. I want to party. But most importantly, pussy. And, and so he runs into a lady. Are we talking about the, the lady? The blonde lady. Man, dude. I know her from things. Bro, she's so hot. I know she's like 55 or 60. Is, yeah. She is so hot. She's, she's from Clue. I think she's the hot lady from Clue. Exactly. Brilliantly worked out, Wadsworth. I congratulate you. My God. I go hair? Miss Scarlet? Maybe. I looked up her IMDb because I was like, I know this lady. Yeah. And she, yeah. And she's a nice lady. Mm-hmm. She is really nice. You can't fault her for not wanting to watch Anton when they're in Atlantic City. Yeah, they just he dumps him. him on her. Yeah, and that's clearly not what she's in the business of. No, she's she wants to fuck this old guy. She seems to be pretty high end. She's got a limo. Yeah, she's got a flock of gas. She's got divorced. Yeah, so uh, she recognizes him on the phone because the whole time he's doing this, the kids from heaven or or wherever. Well, I mean, Boy Factory. Uh, I like that. You know, they keep calling him because they're watching him and able to influence the world around him. Slightly. I mean, just signs and phone calls. But. And we have not told you the. This isn't a mysterious ways kind of shit. The the door. Yeah, he doesn't get the boy to do it in 20 by midnight. Like four more hours. Gremlin movie. Shit. It closes and no more babies will be born ever again. And I guess humanity's fucked. Then it becomes children of men. Yeah, except for the, there won't be a random baby. Right, a random CGI baby. Oh. So Anton, he does not like the museum. Nope. He does not want to be born. He's a little brat. I mean, yes, but it seems fitting for a kid that age. I guess. But yes, it's what pretty age? flawed. What age, Gordo? Nine, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's the not real. So his his what turns out to be his grandpa, his dead grandpa. Yeah, in the whole movie, they get yeah. him. He keeps talking about abandonment. He doesn't tell the kid. They go to Atlantic City because they want to gamble, but he wants to bang this chick. He wants to bang her in a suite. And at this point, he's just taking Anton. So Anton's like, where did, Where are you on the street when he meets the woman? Mm-hmm. And he goes to knock on the limo window. Um, and it rolls down and, and, and you just see her leaning back in the, the back of the limo with a champagne glass. Mm-hmm. A little flighty. Uh, where, where, where is he? If he's available. <laughs> oh, what are you 
and then she rolls out the window, and then he rolls back down. And now Albert Finney is, he's got his hands bracing himself, facing her in the back seat, as if he just came up from going down on her, yep. I'm assuming. The head off the skirt. And he's drunk. Her power skirt. Also. Power suit. Immediately drunk. Yeah, he's wasted. I guess it's been a while. And his body's probably pristine. In an Albert Finney way? He's not a zombie, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, again, he's a corpse, effectively, brought back to life. He is a zombie. But it's, it's not the original body, you know? It's not like it... They made a new Albert Finney? I'm telling you, they walk through the door, their their spectral form becomes a solid meat pile. But he looks exactly like he does? Yeah, because that's what he looks like in the afterlife, I guess. I guess, man. It's like, it's a, it's a high-concept film. Yeah. That is not entertaining and is dumb. And there's a little bit of a fight between Bridget Fonda and Campbell Scott. Yeah, what do they get angry over? Today you want to buy a house, and tomorrow what? I mean, are you even going to be around? I'm not your father, Elizabeth. I never said that you were. Yes, you did. You do. All the time. Don't patronize me. Then don't be so ridiculous. He's like, I'm going to go out. I got to do something. I got to get on my motorcycle for an hour or two. He's got to deliver something to someone. His brother or something. I got to go feed Peter's cat. And his motorcycle's in the house. Yeah. He wheels it to the door. And then Gary Farmer comes in. Yeah, Gary Farmer comes over. And God bless him. I like Gary Farmer. The, The last thing I've seen him in recently is he's in Reservation Dogs. Okay. The most recent thing that I saw him in last. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because the last thing I saw him in was The West Wing. Do you, an episode. Are you aware of Reservation Dogs? Yeah, but I haven't watched it. Oh, it's very good. I hear that. I hear that. It's quite funny and very touching and original. I'm in a weird place right now where I was like all in on shows and poo-pooing movies. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of back into movies and a little on the fence about starting a show. That's fair. Although I haven't watched The Old Man. I've only seen the first episode. I thought it was going to be a... Liam Neeson, old man kung fu movie type show. Yeah. Uh, and there is an element of that, but it's it's really not that. Gary Farmer in it? I don't think so. Should be. Oh, Gary Farmer, he looks the same as he does in Reservation Dogs, pretty much. I mean, he it's looks the same as he does now that he did it in the West. Dead Man. Oh. And West Wing. Sure. Just grayer, really. Guy's fucking aged gracefully. He's pretty fucking funny as their one of the kids' uncles in Reservation Dogs. So he's in it. I don't know. He's charming. He doesn't really do a lot. He comes over because the, they have a fight, and she thinks dude's never coming back. Yeah. I'm like, it's not it wasn't that bad of a fight. So Gary Farmer comes over to do something, and, and they start playing cards. And he's like, you're pretty good at this. You're lucky. My dad was a card shark. Uh-huh. Do they say card shark or card shark? What? I know the term is card shark, but I've heard card shark. Oh, I never. I didn't even know they said that in the movie. They don't. Just I'm just asking oh. in general. You seem like a card Sharp guy. I don't know. Yeah, you seem like a uh, car sharp. He's like, you should gamble in 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 Atlantic City. She's like, I should, and he's like, I, you know, I'm. Oh, because she's yeah, she's crushing it. Why does she have luck right now? Because Anton Yelchin knows how to do tarot using playing cards. So back in Atlantic, is that a thing? Should he have tarot cards and not playing cards? No, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Why would you have tarot cards in heaven? He's using playing cards like they're tarot cards. Yeah. So I'm saying, shouldn't he be using tarot cards and not... Do you do tarot using bicycle deck playing cards? Maybe. I've never heard of this. Ah, you've drawn the fool. I've never heard of this. You're going to die. Because he's like, oh, eight of spades. That means this. Like, what? So, yeah. So it's all starting to converge. Albert Finney's in... He's in a suite trying to plow the lady. Yeah, because He's taking a bath when he's got like an hour left on Earth. Well, before, right before that... As they're getting ready to go get lucky, 
he goes, Hey, watch this boy. I'm going to make a phone call. And she's like, you're okay. Right. If I just go, and he's like, whatever lady. And then he wanders off and Albert Finney comes back. Like, where is it? She's playing in slots, right? Like she, she didn't hang out with him for two minutes. She had to go play. And slots. she's, she wins the jackpot, I guess, because of the boy's lucky. So they're like, well, fuck it. Let's just go back. Mm-hmm. And they go up to the room and she's like, well, I want a bubble bath. He's like, all right, but don't, uh, you know, make it a production. And I hadn't taken my Viagra. I made that point. doesn't say that. Yeah. No, but he's old. He would die if he took Viagra. You think he's getting an erection? No. Or maybe, because he's it's been so long. Oh, there you go. And he's staying Albert fitting meat pack. Prostate's not all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's going to be doing some butt stuff. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Nipples are cut in glass. Uh, so Anton Yelchin's just out um, poo-pooing. Homegirl's there trying to win money. She fucking busts immediately. Albert Finney's in the hotel room, and the phone's just ringing and ringing. Yeah, and plugs it. He calls the front desk, and he's like, stop all the calls. Stop all the calls. Contact me. They're like, is this Richard Nixon? This just makes me proud to be an American. And he takes it off the cradle just in case. And they're sending him information through the news, Chiron. I mean, they're... They're Chiron. Thank you. I like that. Pretty savvy. I learned I learned the word Chiron about ten years ago. I learned it probably more recently than that. But I've been using it left and right now. Yes, apparently you use it an average of two to three hundred times daily. And so she runs into Anton on the boardwalk because she's just weeping. She's weeping by herself. Things aren't going so well. And he goes over there to comfort her. And he's like, Are you what are you doing? Fucking sweet boy. Is this where you wept? What did I cry? I was actually thinking about this. Yeah, because you're like, I wept twice. And I was like, oh. no, no, no. I, I, I almost like my, my, I was tearing up. Yeah. It wasn't an actual cry. It was, I was tearing up because my eyes were dry and they were rolling so hard. <laughs> Friction burst into flames and the sprinkler system in my brain turned on. This will be his whack. So he's like, baby, why are you crying? <laughs> she's like, well, first he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm crying. And he's like, oh, why? And, She's recalling her fight a little bit. I mean, he's a, a child, so she's not going into specifics, but she's like, life is just not working for me. And the boy factory board are losing their shit because they're like, I mean, we're running out of fucking time here. And at this point, I think they actually get Albert Finney on the phone. And now they're like giving him pointers on what to try a last ditch Hail Mary and also trying to like give him a pep talk to to strengthen his resolve so that he believes he can actually deliver on this promise. Whose stupid idea was that anyhow? His. His, who is? His. His? He bails on the chick in the bathtub and he goes down to look for the boy and he finds his way to the boardwalk where they're sharing ice cream. And she's starting to come around. She's starting to pep up. And he's starting to come around, too. And so Guy Campbell Scott, he rolls up on his hog because he knows that she's there. And he's calling, baby, where you at? And she comes out to meet him. I think at this point, Anton Yelchin realizes that he's going to be her mother, his mother. And he runs into Albert Finney, who sees her and realizes she's his daughter. And Anton Yelchin is his grandchild. He's like, I want to be born. And he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, that's good. I want to be born. And he's like, cha-ching. Now get in that door that just opened so I can go back up to bang on Darla. Anyway, I'm Darla. Oh, oh, oh. 
That's a reference to the crow. Should we talk about the crow? No. You're, you're cruising right along. So- For some reason, as the woman comes out, as Bridget Fonda comes out of the restaurant, she collapses. She's having abdominal pain. It's possibly indigestion. I mean, I think it's possibly constipation. I think it's the, it's the, like the death of the baby. It is. Yeah. I guess. So he's, all he the doubles babies over. And all the bellies are going to die. He doubles over. It's going to be a huge mess. Yeah. He doubles over right before he can go into the door. I guess because the fetus is dying. I don't know. Him? I mean, it doesn't actually make sense because having to be in that belly for an extra day would not kill the fucking baby. It wouldn't, but if he isn't the corporeal version, I hope I'm saying that right. Corporeal. Uh, um, if not, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Oh, yeah? yeah. Well, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> if he isn't the corporeal version of who he's going to be at that age, why is he affected by whatever she's going for? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think that's... The it just seems like a, a cheap writer's... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Excuse. Yeah, so, you could say, you only have until the door closes, and then these temporary bodies die. Mm-hmm. Uh, the horrible truth, perhaps, is that if the baby door shuts, all of those souls die in their the heaven that they're in. Like, it's all, yeah, all these things are possible. Board members just go around and murder them. They just all <laughs> collapse and then turn to nothing. I guess. I mean, if they're not real people, they're just souls. I mean, you think they just... I mean, wouldn't that be the realest thing that there was, a soul? Yeah, but you think they'd just kick around there. Then, since I don't I mean, see any the, the movie makes no sense. Anything. It's very stupid. I think I think I started crying when they spent time together on that bench. Yes, like, I mean, it's almost crying. I and I can see why you would. I'm um, a tender soul. I don't have kids, so no, it's not even that. I got real tender. I, I was able to track it down to my freshman year of college when a girl broke up with me, oh. and I just everything started hitting me harder. Sure, and I no nah, man, even Modern Family was making me cry ten years ago before I felt well. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. When people are tender and sweet to each other, I start crying. I'm both jaded and cynical, but I think I'm also cut from the broken mold of people like Chuck Norris, like men. Yeah. You know, so I just push it down to the point now I'm just dead. Yeah, you have mentioned this before. That shit just, (laughs) whatever. I'm more annoyed by it. Mainly, I think also because I can see the strings behind the yeah. sounds that are being pulled initially. This is us will work on you. It's unfortunate that I'm unable to very rarely am I able to like get absorbed in a movie. On like an emotional level? On an emotional level for one, yeah. Because man, you get sucked into those action movies real good. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up, dude. You gotta let you guys try it out. No, no, no. It, it, it was weird. It was like a weird swelling. It, I just didn't go over the, the edge. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that was, I almost had a moment where I was like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. And then I was like, gone. It, so it's unclear because Albert Finney also isn't experiencing any pain. If his yeah. bodies are dying. Yeah. And not only that, he realizes that God is a jerk. He tricked him. Like how? What do you mean? Because he knew that Albert Finney would be the only one who could, because he got the boy to do it. So he's alive now. Yeah. He's upheld his end of the bargain and he's, but he is the only one in the vicinity who was able to, to get that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. through the door. And once he goes through that door, he can't, can't come back. I would have just kicked him through. It's Field of Dreams. In fact, I would have picked him up. Well, because the waiting room is so good. He's got to get all the way through the other door. He's going to get him to the and door. Those, those fucking losers in the waiting room are good. Those old fucking dick holes. Or those people. Angels? Are they people that are in comas that are going to die soon? Oh, maybe. That's another thing about that religious website. They were like, they talk about limbo, and we don't cater to that. There's no in-between. 
This is not a movie. This is this is a it's not it's, movie. it's it's not schmaltzy and very heavy handed and and very optimistic. Cameron would spit on this movie. Oh God, yeah. Kevin Sorbo in his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think so? He would. The old Kirky try. The old Kirky try. <laughs> I remember Kirk Cameron was cool for a little bit. Wasn't he though? He really was. Who's the original Joey Lawrence? God, you know when DiCaprio was on there. Yeah, it was DiCaprio and Cameron. It's like man. You look at that. Cool. I like these. At the time, you were like, that DiCaprio kid, he ain't going to be shit. Oh, really? I Kurt Cameron's going to be the fucking... I think that's what you'd be like. Be like nah, man. Guy. When DiCaprio was on there, I think we were all like, who's this guy? I like this guy. He's homeless? It's the homeless guy that lives in the janitor's visit at the school? I'm going to ask you. okay? I'm going to ask this kid, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Man. Remember that movie? Gilbert. So the kid's... Yeah, he picks him. He's like, fuck you, God. I've been scammed. <laughs> you cock sucker and he scoops up Anton and before he goes through the door yeah. Bridget Fonda sees him yeah from like a block away she's like Albert Finney she had already thought she saw him in the beginning of the movie she's like she thought she saw her dad right she mentions that she mentioned that but I don't think we that was actually a part of the movie right she didn't ever see him did she mm-hmm. no no she just she thought she so to explain it away later because the husband's just gonna be like you're an idiot, babe. You keep you always see him. Am I your dad? So yeah, she they they share a brief moment. Clearly, she's out of it. Do they? Like I mean, they look at each other. Think he, like, think he, doesn't he tip his hat? I don't know. He's, 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 he's the worst father. I'm already the worst grandfather mm-hmm. based on everything I've done. Yeah, I gotta go hang out with Tella Savali. He's trying to tell you So yeah. He scoops up Anton and he rushes him in and everybody's like, go, Albert Finney, go. And they throw Gatorade at him like he's at a marathon. And he even, it's weird, he even like slides up to the door on his knees and, and just shuffle boards the boy through in the very last moment. And then he's born. Yep. And, uh, and then the news is like, thousands of babies are suddenly born. Instantly. They're all just exploded out of the vaginas all around the world. Like you'd think. Explosion. you think it would take a couple of days. Before there was a concentrated news story that no babies are being born. You think like it, it'd be like Keith Gordon and other doctors the next day would be like, God, none of these. That's kind of odd. Yeah, it wouldn't be instant. And it's pre 9-11. So it's not like this. This information has to stack. Because everybody's going to be like, this is weird. Like nowadays you see an article and they're like, everybody's upset about this thing. And then you read the article and it's like, they just got like five random tweets mm-hmm. of people that are upset. You know, like everybody. Really? Fake news. Just like lazy news. What What have we come to where you can just, your news story is just <laughs> taking tweets and lining them up and saying, this guy said this. I mean, that's. And then like the, the, the body of the article includes what I'm going to read in the tweet quoted. It's I like, mean, this is, it's, the, there's a huge problem with it being a 24 hour news cycle world. And the short attention spans of everybody that pays attention to the well, and everybody's trying to get dopamine ad money. Yeah, and a lot of these, some of these now are like, like algorithms. They're not even like a guy wrote this. They're just oh yeah, the AI thing. Yeah, yeah. It's and there's typos of the wazoo. I I can't. We gotta we gotta do something, Jason. I don't fucking. It's only gonna get worse. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> you know what? Milo probably shouldn't have. No, Milo. Hey, Milo. <laughs> did this whole fucking charade. I'm coming to you from the 2020s. Uh, it's 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 bad. I, and I and I actively said charade. I normally say charade, but in there, charade I, works. I protect charade muscles. Yeah. Hey, 
the Campbell soup. Campbell Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Salty. So then, yeah, he's born. I don't even think we see Keith at this point, though. No. I, I thought maybe we'd see him again at the end. But right. We see him once, and he's great. And then we see him briefly again later when he's like, I mean, I don't think you're going to be having this baby today. Braxton Hicks strikes again. And I even, I only took one note for this movie. And and even now, I'm not quite sure why I wrote this. But it says, Keith Gordon goes out much like he came in. We barely knew the Charming would be what I would say if mm-hmm. your life goes out the way. Yeah, because he was in Jaws was the first one, right? Yeah. I actually didn't really like Jaws. But I mean, it's like a brief role. Yeah. I think he's very charismatic. Both in that and this. Yeah. It wasn't the best role in either. Man, I'm... I, Jaws 2 is a much better movie. Christ. This movie sucks, but I thought he was great in it. I thought this was I really great Marvel. late period. Yeah. I really like Keith Gordon in this. I thought he really popped. It was like that weird moment in I Love Trouble where like, oh yeah, he's in it for 10 seconds. You know, I this, like him and I don't know. It's odd because you know what this felt like? This felt like a cameo role. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, it's Keith Gordon kind of a role. Where he's just breezing in, doing his thing, and, and leaving. Like uh, an Anthony uh, Edwards or something. Okay. Kind of a role. Um, or like a David Schwimmer kind of a role. But but he didn't really have that heat yeah. or, or familiarity, uh, especially for this type of a movie. Man, I really keep going back and forth on like, interviews. I, mm-hmm. I just want to hang out with him, I think. I don't know anything about him. How much? I just want to hang out with him. For like an hour? You think he ever does like a, a auctions where he can... No. We don't have any money anyways. We're going to fly out there? Yeah. Let's just find out where he lives. No. (laughs) Let's make this into a whole new podcast. Listen. Doc and Keith. Jenny, Jules and I are, I need, I need $800. Where do you think he lives? We're going to fly there. I'm sure he's in California. You think so? He didn't live in like Nebraska. No. On a farm. What? No, man. I don't think so. You think he has kids? I I actually think he does not. Yeah, he is married, right? He is married. Is he married? He's been married for quite a while, yeah. Tiffany Thiessen? Have you been looking up? Are we talking about Keith Gordon? Are we talking about KG? Yeah. I didn't, I, I never bothered to look to see if he had a spouse. His wife's name is like Rachel Griffith, but it's not the lady from Six Feet Under. It's mm. the different lady. I, know it is. I never watched that show either. Stuart Stewart's on Delivering Milo. I don't, can I, can I, please go. read it first? Please go. Okay. I'm going to give Delivering Milo a four okay. for a movie. Okay. I don't think it's good. I think it's kind of high concept a bit that doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. I really hate yeah, uh, Albert Finney's character. I think he's such a piece of shit. He gets into heaven at the end. At the end, they're like, "Hey, you're gonna go to heaven." That's it's right, like Limbo. That's right. But he he he's he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He did not earn heaven. He doesn't. I mean, everybody should just go to heaven. I think heaven's a nonsense concept, but I think everybody should just go there. I mean, I kind of honestly thought they were gonna get them together, and he was gonna apologize to his daughter and make amends. I wanted to see that. I mean, I had hoped that would happen. There was a real letdown that didn't happen. It was. I thought, oh, this is what they're building towards. And she's going to be like, not remember it or wake up like, oh, when I was dreaming. Even if I would like Anton to like be like, I'm your child. Mm-hmm. Something. In fact, don't even give birth. I'm already here. Oh. Shit that out and uh, keep me. Yeah, I don't like this movie. Four. Four? What's your rating? What do you give Keith? Dude, I'm going to give fucking loose ass Keith a fucking eight. Yeah, yeah. I liked him a lot in this. I did too. This, yeah, this, yeah. of all things, it made me wish we had more Keith in this world. Yeah. You give Keith an eighth, an eighth. You give eighth, eighth, we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably not. I'll give Keith an eight, um, and I'll give the movie a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I almost slid that right in there. So this gear's turning, right? Which yeah, what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, four. Four. I mean, so pretty throwaway. It wasn't, it wasn't a fucking Monument Avenue piece of shit. No, it wasn't even like a Field of Dreams. 
it's, it's, it's a real. Which is like a feel good. Yeah. Inspirational. Okay. Movie, but a good one. That might be, might be watching that someday soon. Are we doing the cost, Casey? Do you really not know? Is you he know? in? Oh. Who's in Field Of course. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Have you done the reveal video yet? No, we didn't pick the name. We didn't pick the name. We just give it. I think we'll do a video. We take off our shirts. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check us out. So yeah, I, I, we can reveal it now. Hey, my name's Jason. And my name is Jules. And we're gonna do Ray Liotta next. Yeah, big time. You know what? Normally we draw from a hat. Mm-hmm. We fucking didn't. No. Jules suggested Ray Liotta, right? I mean, obviously the news hit us. Yeah. A week after he died, mm-hmm. we we're like, let's do Leota next. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you want to watch his life. So, yep. do filmographies on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We do them filmographies on, the on gram. Instagram. They call it the gram now. The gram. Yeah. Gram, gram, gram. Give me a gram of that cocaine. Uh, we're, I mean, you're watch, listening to us. You're watching us, too. But you're listening to us yeah. now. So, whatever you found us on, we're on other things, too. Yeah. In case you want to. Listen to each episode five or six times. Would you like to do that? Uh, and then rate each time as high as six, six listens on the first episode. Right? You can, what you could do is get a player and an app from everywhere that were available and then press play on all of them at the same time. Wall of sound. So you'll only be listening to it once, but we get six plays. Yeah. I got to be Smith. <laughs> you got to be. All right. Uh, he's been Jason. I've been Jules. Good night, folks. We Doing Filmographies is proud to be a part of the Now Playing Network. Find other great podcasts at nowplayingnetwork.net. Like Tracks of the Damned, where host Patrick Ripley goes full commentary mode on a bucket of horror movies. Tracks of the Damned at nowplayingnetwork.net. Music